Cycling or cycles, I'm sorry. Um, cycles, cycling, both same thing. But just want to welcome everyone to the sixth episode. Yay, today is Thursday, September the 10th, and we're tuning in. As we get used to this, plat- you know, doing this platform, we're going both live and on YouTube. Sometimes we run into a bit of technical difficulties, and I believe it's the enemy, but we're going to push through anyway, feeling good about what we're about to do. So in cycling or cycles, whichever whichever way we choose to say it, that's what we'll talk about today. This is your sis, Demisha. I am your sis, Mikey, and welcome to E-Talk. So to start out, I'll go ahead and read Hebrews 10, 1 through 3. And I'm reading it from the book translation because I like the way that it's translated kind of more in a, a layman's term translation. It says the old system, the old system in the law of Moses was only a shadow of the things to come, not the reality of the good things Christ has done for us. The sacrifices under the old system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never, never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped. For the worshipers would have been purified once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But just the opposite happened. They, the, those yearly sacrifices reminded them of their sins year after year. So I thought this was a good, um, a good scripture to come from because it was it's talking about a cycle. Even though it's talking about the cycle, the sacrificing that was done in the Old Testament. But it's saying how um, people, worshipers, will bring their sacrifice and they would do the same thing year after year. And they would they would leave feeling the exact same. So that's the part that we want to talk about uh, today is doing something over and over again, which is a cycle, which people can look at as a generational curse. But the thing is recognizing that we're doing that same thing over and over and still feeling the exact same way so the good thing about worshiping and about believers is that old testament they didn't they went to sacrifice year after year felt the same guilt was still with them but now through jesus that we don't have to sacrifice the same because he was the ultimate sacrifice 
he came so that we don't have to go and give burnt offerings. But then when we come to him, we can leave feeling different. So we want people to know that cycles and curses can be broken and you can leave feeling different. Absolutely. So um, cycles, um, generational curses, they're all the same thing. They're patterns. They're destructive patterns that we've developed over um, a lifetime. Uh, some of us have um, um, destructive patterns that we got um, through trauma. Um, some of us, mm -hmm. there are times when we have cycles or patterns that we have never even saw before. Um, it can right. be down from um, generations you know we will hear people say oh you got that from your dad or you got that from your mom and it's not anything to be negative about you know they tell you not to say those things but in reality we start seeing those patterns of something that we saw previously before that person mm -hmm. was even existed and so we have to deal with those things it's not that we we want to speak negative on someone's life but we have to get to a point where we start dealing with these patterns and these right. cycles that created whether they was created um before we was even born through uh our ancestors generational curses or it's something that we develop to kind of um in so many words deal with our trauma or deal with the things that we had to experience growing right, up right. and so we know that cycles is something that is always it's repeated it's yeah. not something new it's something that's always being repeated. So it's a repeated cycle. It's a re reoccurrence of something that, that we have done over and over and over and again. And I like this scripture in Hebrews because it describes what the difference was in the Old Testament versus mm -hmm. the New Testament. What the sacrifice was made for in the Old Testament versus the sacrifice that was made through Jesus Christ. And Amen. so basically it's Hebrews. What it talks about is that in the Old Testament, back in the day, um, be, uh, BC before Christ, um, mm -hmm. they would do this consistently. They would go and do sacrifices of these animals to uh, that that uh, was supposed to signify removing the sin or being forgiven of the sins, and they would have to do it over and over and over and over Amen. again. So we come by on Eve Talk today to tell yeah. you that you're not in the Old Testament anymore. You don't have to continue to repeat recycling um, patterns of behaviors and mindsets and um, just things that we do on a constantly basis right. that you've been free through Jesus Christ and you're no longer bound by the law, that you're no longer bound by sins and generations of curses that have been passed, by, passed down from your ancestors or our ancestors, however you want to uh, put it. But through Jesus Christ, you have been empowered to make a change in your life. And I don't know about y'all, but that change for me is so important because my kids Amen. are connected. Amen. We're not just changing just to change us, but we're trying to change the generation um, that's coming behind us. And that Amen. in itself is so important. People ask me how I change. I change because I love something more than I love myself. I love my kids. My kids gave me the inspiration to want to do something different with the bloodline, something different Amen. that has never been before. And so I had this inkling of something that I had never seen before, but wanted to do. So I wanted to make change, but the, it wasn't a change that I never saw. And so they, we're in the word of God. You know, we stay in the word of God. You know, the word of God is dope. That's what it does. It reveals things Amen. to us. Amen. And so what the word of God does, it, it opens our eyes. 
That's what the word of God, it brings us into a newness of Christ. It brings us into what God sees when he look at us and what he sees when he see our sins, when he see our behaviors, how we grieve him when we continue to operate in a place that we was never designed to operate in. And so what we do um, when our eyes are open, the, the good way to say it or the just fresh way to say it is when we know better, we do better. Say fresh we, we just do better. And so today we Amen. want to talk about breaking um, generations of curses. Now in the Old Testament, what it does, I want to clarify that it was a ritual. It was external. It was yes. the things that we see on the outside. We spend too much time on the outside and we that's don't good. deal with what's going on in the inside. That's, 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 that's what the Old Testament did. It didn't go deep. It, it didn't go deep in the inside to change what was going on the inside, but it just did the, the external. And we need to go in. We need to go inside of ourselves and change those things about ourselves. And so the Old Testament was a right. reminder of the exterior, what was what was shown on the outside. And that's the part that fooled a lot of people. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all get out of this thing. I don't care how cute somebody look. Whether it's me or whoever it is, I don't care how bad they dress. I don't care what kind of car they have. I don't care uh, what kind of money they have. We got to get outside the exterior. We have to. We got to get past that. Yeah. We got yeah. to. We got to dig deeper. We got to dig deeper in ourselves, and we got to learn how to dig deeper in people. That's how we get the. That's how we get deceived because yeah. we look on the outside and we look like we got it together, but Amen. we got bad attitudes. Can't nobody trust us. We lie all the time. We, you know, we we act a fool all the time because we haven't fixed what's going on in the inside. And so with cycles, you got to go into the inside. But the Old Testament only dealt with the external. And what Jesus did when he came on the scene, he started dealing with the internal. Amen. He lived inside of us. So when they did sacrifice with them animals, wasn't nothing living inside of them. Amen. So now because of Christ, after Christ, AC. We have something living inside of us to help us make the changes that are necessary for our lives. It's necessary. To break cycles are necessary. It's life necessary, meaning that you cannot breathe without making some changes. Some of us dead in our life right now. We dead. That's why we're we're dead in depression. We're dead in the way we talk. We're dead in the way we think because there's nothing internal going on in the inside of us. Yeah. All this exterior. I know you get your hair braided. I know you got the big old afro puff. I know you were, you know, we, we do the eyebrows, we do the eyelashes, we we do the bronzers, but it's something deeper that have to be in the inside of us to make us change. I tell people the beauty that you see on the outside is the it's the beauty that you see on the inside. I don't want to be pretty on the outside and be ugly in the inside. Amen. So what I have to do, I got to look to the I have to look to God. I have to look to his word. And that's one of the things that I like about his word is that this the, through the word of God, the whole purpose of e-talk is for you to get accustomed to reading the word of God, for you to depend on the word of God, for you yeah. to know that the word of God is what removes scales off of your eyes. So when, in order yeah. for you to get better, you got to do better. You got to do better by reading your word and spending time and let God share with you 
how to share with you his mysteries and reveal to you the things about your life that you have to change. Not that you need to change, you have to change in order for you to be the person that you desire to be, mm -hmm. to walk in the greatness that you desire to walk in, to walk in the fullness of who God created in you. There have to be changes. And so we're here today mm -hmm. to break cycles. We have to break cycles. Mm -hmm. You have to break patterns. I know your mama was a teenage girl when she got pregnant. And I know that you was a teenage girl when you got pregnant. But we're going to break cycles. Why? Okay. Because we don't want that cycle passed down to our girls. We don't want that cycle passed down to our boys. And so we got to put in the work to break the cycles. And the only way you're going to break the cycle is that something has to be revealed. And the only way something is going to be revealed is something has to be revealed to you. The word of God reveal things to you. It reveal reveal mysteries. It'll unfold things that you didn't even know about yourself. The only reason why I understood that I was broken and I was so messed up is because the word of God revealed it to me. I spent time in the word of God. The word of God began to show me things. Hey, this ain't right. This You don't have no business feeling like this. This is not what I ordained for you to feel. And so okay. the word of God is a life changing uh, method that we have to use. We have Amen. to. We have Amen. to use. Also, um, I wanted. I didn't address the the kind of points about cycles when I want after I finish reading the scripture, but I do want to talk about the breakdown, the, the meaning of cycles. What the actual definition of a cycle is is okay. a repeated occurrence. So we're gonna we're looking at three different things to make scripture applicable to everyday life. So when you're looking at cycles and you're reading Hebrews 1 two, th through 3, you're looking at repeated occurrences. So you're seeing that these worshipers are repeatedly doing the same thing and repeatedly leaving feeling the same way. And Absolutely. then the next thing is reminder. So in this situation with cycles, you all, you're always going to be reminded of what's, what, what's hap what happened before because you're repeating the same thing over and over again. So I'm going to go into a situation knowing that I've already done this situation and I'm going to come out feeling the exact same way and then remembering that I always feel this way. So why do it? That's the question. Why should we, why are we doing it? And I know that's what, you know, if he, if the worshipers and if, if, if the people of God from Old Testament had the opportunity to, to see life through Christ, they'll feel like what well, they'll feel like, why are we doing it? Year after year, repeated occurrences, and we left feeling guilty, shame, head, our head still down. Because at that time, if you truly didn't have a relationship with God to where he was speaking to you through his prophets or speaking to you through different ways, then it like like Mikey was saying, it's nothing internally that you had that let you know, okay, I am free from this. I'm not bound by this. I don't have to walk in this shame. So that's why I'm saying repeated occurrences is basically the definition of a cycle, a generational curse. And then lastly, I, the last thing is um, sacrifice. Because in this story, this is three things you hear. The re repeated occurrences, the reminder, and the sacrifice. And I made sacrifice last because Jesus is a sacrifice. We don't want to get stuck on Old Testament sacrifice, but we want to know that Jesus came as the ultimate sacrifice. So I go through no one anymore. I don't go to the high priest. I don't go, I don't go and bring a burnt offering, but the path is through Jesus. That's the only way. 
And so we ought to look at sacrifice. So if I'm in a generational curse, what am I sacrificing from my daily life to change that cycle? Because change takes sacrifice. It's something that we all have to let go of in order to get out of that cycle, to break that cycle. That's the sacrifice. Absolutely. So I don't believe that, I don't believe that anyone that's in any situation right now is doing something over and over again. I don't believe they're doing it because they like it. I think it's it's like, if when we talk about curses, it's because that's all you know. If 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 I if I never if if I no one in my in my family ever went to school, then I I may not know the dream that big and go to school. So then I start a cycle to where I'm not going to in getting higher education, and then my kids are not getting higher education. But then when that sacrifice is made by one, just one, to say you know what I'm gonna break it. I'm going to school. I'm going to get my degree, and then there you go. That's that sacrifice to change the whole game. So it's it's game it's that game changing sacrifice that life changing sacrifice that we all have to make when we want to get out of these cycles. Yeah, and we all have a lot of cycles. We have definitely a lot, a lot, a lot of cycles, um, and and we don't even realize that we've been passing them down. Um, one of the things that I realized that was passed down to me was the spirit of fear. A lot of people didn't think I had the spirit of fear uh, on me, but I did. Like I, I, you look at small things, you know, even with my daughter, we, we practice breaking cycles, breaking fear off of us. You know, Um, the, sometimes how we act and how we respond to things is a indication of fear or indication of whatever it is that we've been passed down to us. And so I got to a point where, look, I, it's, it's going to be me or the bug. I'm, I'm not going to just keep running from bugs and, you know, either it's going to be me or the snake, you know, I mean, just different things that I found myself just breaking that I thought was important. Like, I'm not going to be scared anymore. I'm not going right. to just not go outside and not enjoy my life when I'm, I feel like I'm bigger than whatever it is that I'm facing anyway. But well, I'm I had to break that stuff down, you know, even with my daughter, teaching her that um, breaking fear off of you is so important. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even pray outside because we're in the wilderness praying at the mountaintop because you worried about a bee. But the word of God says, by no means, if anything bites, it won't harm you. It won't, it. it won't do you no harm. And so we have to get to the point where we start applying certain things to our life to make changes. You're not going to change on your own. You're not going to change because you have a thought, but you have to put in actions. The Bible says uh, faith without works is dead, meaning that we got to put in some actions. We talked about repeated occurrence. We talked about reminded of sins. And the only reason why you was reminded of that sin is because you can't use a sacrificial uh, goat or lamb uh, in place of Jesus. So when Jesus came on the scene, he took the remission of our sins away. That's why he says when he died for us, he said, your sins, I rem- our sins, not just your sin, but our sins, he remembered no more. Yeah, Why? They because that down. was the only thing that was capable of erasing something that you didn't know how to handle from the beginning. In the Old Testament, they couldn't erase your sins. You could be forgiven for them, but they couldn't erase them. But with Jesus Christ, his blood cleanses, it washes, it erases the memory. He said, for my name's sake, I remember it no more. Not just for That's your it. sake, but for my sake. 
And not only that, but um, we know destruction patterns reveal reveal where we are in life. Mm -hmm. Who are you in your cycles? How, how often do you lie? I'm just saying. Do uh, you, you lie know, every day? You know who, what I'm who, saying? Who you how to lie? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we have to get to a point where we start looking at things and being honest with ourselves. You know, yeah. not having, for me, another cycle was not having a good communication skill. So mm -hmm. I work really, really hard with the people I love to have a um, a good communication with them. You yeah. know, I work hard. I put in the work to make sure that I'm communicating and not yelling. I, I, I grew up where we did a yell match. We weren't listening to one another. We just yelled, screamed and hollered. Ain't nobody hearing nobody. We ready to fight and all this other kind of stuff. So it was important to me to build a foundation where I learned how to communicate. But we can't do these things without certain things. So I'm going to yeah. give y'all three things that we got to do. We talked yeah. about the three things that, you know, about um, cycles. We talked about uh, the re repeating of the occurrence, reminding yeah. us the sins, and life change and sacrifice. But this is the thing. For us to get out of these unfruitful relationships, our mama didn't, ma didn't marry nobody good. We didn't marry nobody good. Right, Look, right, I'm right. glad my daughter not even married yet. Do you hear me? It was important for me to say, hey, you ain't got to rush into no relationship. Hold mm -hmm. on, because me, me and your granny didn't get it right. That's we didn't get it right the first time. Uh, mama, mama didn't get it right a couple of times, but that's okay. She's <laughs> under the blood. She's under the blood. She's deep under the blood. But it was important don't, for me to don't do me my child and say, hold up. I don't want you to rush into anything. I really don't want you to rush into anything because I want you to know, I want you to do something that we never did. I want you to do it God's way. Right, right. I wanted her to do it God's way. A lot of us don't do it God's way. And then we blame God for repeating the cycles. We blame Amen. God for um, saying all I want, all I did was love. Well, you might have all you did was love that person, but you, you did something that has already been done before. And so the reason why your relationship's not working because you in this destructive pattern, I'm telling y'all something, it's real life. Like I'm not telling y'all something that I don't live. Yeah. If I, when I went through my divorce, I learned something. I learned learned something in that situation. Um, and I learned not to repeat it. So if I'm not in a, re and we're going to talk about relationships because people be all up in my business trying to figure out why this cute girl right here don't have no man. But, you know, uh, it's a reason why I I'm right. not rushing. I'm not going to put myself in the same predicament. Why? Because I've learned something in my situation. And so um, those Amen. cycles are very sneaky. They'll sneak up on you. And because you you think you found love and you end up doing the same thing you did the first time, you got to be careful. Those cycles, those cycles, they destructive. They'll destroy your life. And then they'll yeah. destroy your way of thinking. And they'll tell you things that are not true because you didn't do it the right way. So the first thing we got to do, the first thing, if you want results and you want to break cycles, the first thing we got to do is that we got to completely obey God. Oh, my God. You say, oh, my God. That means I can't do what I want to do. That means I cannot do what I want to do anymore. I've been doing what I've been wanting to do. And the results is, is that, hey, it didn't work out. So right, I cannot continue right. on that cycle of not being obedient. Disobedient 
will get you in a world full of trouble. Yes, we Do you hear me? It'll it'll get you in something you can't get out, get out of. It'll get you connected to some people that's narcissistic. Yeah. It'll get you in some places where all they do is drain the life out of you. It'll get you in some financial debt that it's going to take you a lifetime to get out of it. I know your mama used to shop all the time to make herself feel better about her life. And you picked up the habit. But right. now you you, you $30,000 $30, in debt. You can't get a, a checking account. You walking around here getting these credit cards that they be uh, showing on these TV commercials. Because you're so far in debt, you can't you you paying total notes and all this other kind of stuff, right? Right. Because you're so far. I mean, look, we got to break the cycles. Amen. Like we got to be honest with ourselves. Uh, we can't we can't go back in these same relationships. You can't go back and you can't put new wine skin in old bottles. Why? Because it's gonna burst. That's what the scripture okay. said. You can't use new wine skins in old bottles because that wine skin is not even fit to be in that old bottle no more. You've right. been re uh, uh mount uh what you call it? Uh it's over the M. I can't think of the word. Mouth uh factured. It's a new you you've been remade by somebody, you've been remade by God. And so who you was right. in your previous life. It's not going to fit who you are in your present life. You get what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. No, we cannot do that. But we got to. We have to remember to. We got to walk in complete obedience to God. That right there is. Uh, somebody just got hit in the head because that's going to be hard for a lot of us. It's it's hard for all of us, but it's going to be it extra is. hard for somebody it that's is. been doing what they want to do all their life. You cannot My, continue. Let, let's take it back real quick. To, um, I, I cause before I forget about when you were using the example of fear and you use Crystal and being at the at the mountain praying and bees, I wanted to just call it out for somebody that's listening that that was that was a practical, simple example of a cycle. Cause we can get so deep into the word, we don't want to miss anybody that we don't give you that simple example of what a, what a cycle can be. And, and, and that was a very good practical everyday example of how fear becomes a cycle that can dis disable us. Absolutely. And we experienced that. It, we experienced that deeply. And then another thing was uh, we talking about, um, she talked about how we gave an example of my daughter being afraid, but she wasn't afraid by herself. She got that from her mama. Right. Anybody that know me that I didn't do bugs, I don't do dogs that I don't know. I don't do no, uh, I don't do I don't domestic. Do I know. I don't, I, do. I, I don't hold. I, I mean, I don't. And so I realized that through the word of God that I was operating out of fear. And so what I did was I had to look at that and say, hey, this is a pattern. This is a cycle. And then I also noticed it in my mom. So it's been passed down and I don't know who passed it down to my mom, but I noticed that there was a generational yeah. cycle of fear. Yeah. Yeah. You had to stand at home crippled. by yourself. You had to cut the lights off. Scared. Yeah. Just scared. Yeah. Just foolishness. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to let this be like the other day. It was me and the bee. It's going to be you or me. Right. And the bee trying to, trying to, uh, who what happened? Trying to see what I'm about, yeah. right? So the bee go get a friend. So I had to make a decision whether it's gonna be me, the bee, and its friend. So I Ooh, killed the I bee. Think it's that honey though. It's that honey in your hair. Though. Yeah, you, I, you I do have my hair. Mm -hmm, but you know, but that, 
that you know i never you never get past the, this is the thing the reason why cycles reoccur is because they're gonna come to test us right mm -hmm. they come to test us but we got to know not to respond to them in the way that we've always respond to them Ooh, it makes sense it. like that's it the that, response so it's not that fur don't come back don't creep back up it's more that I don't allow myself to respond Amen. to fear the way I used to. So now I have to make it, and I'm using a real example like this B. Yeah. Like, I don't mess with them, they don't mess with me. They but if I have to you. make a choice between me and you, I'm going to choose me. So I killed the B. And his what homie ran out. That's it. You use your authority. You know, that, was, that was your authority. That was one of those cycles that I was like terrified of, you know? But in order to break that, I have to walk in complete obedience to God. Let me tell y'all something. Complete obedience to God is everything. It is everything. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. God said, keep your funky sacrifice and give me obedience. Keep it. I don't want it. Did he, did don't he, say, did he say keep it? No, he said keep it. He said keep it. I don't want your sacrifice without obedience. That's it. I just don't. I don't That's want your, your sacrifice without obedience. Obed you have to completely obey God. And that's going to take time. And it's going to take time for you to discipline yourself. You saying something, sis? I know I was looking at comments. Okay. So I was saying that you know, complete obedience is everything. You got to get in the word of God. You got to make sure that you obey God's commandments. Why? Amen. Because that's going to be everything for your life. To break cycles, obedience. Amen. He's gonna Amen. Stuff you ain't never done before. He's gonna pull you out of your comfort zone, and he's gonna expect you to obey him. Why? Because obedience gets you into doors and atmospheres and reveal things that you can only get through obedience, right? So Can not you only tables that you thought you would yeah, never get sit you at. tables and sit you down and and yeah. you be sitting there in the presence of thy enemies. Look at her, your obedience. Obedience is everything. God don't want your sacrifice without obedience. He wants Amen. your obedience. That means when he tell you that he wants you to do a, th a thing a certain way, do it a certain way. Amen. He's not going to bless no mess. He's not going to bless that relationship. I'm sorry. I know we all have been there. He's not going to bless that relationship the way you want it to be blessed uh, and, and you want it to last when you operate not your flesh. He's not going to do it. I'm sorry. It just don't work. He don't bless no mess. And I know it might still look good to you. It might feel good to you, but he ain't, his blessing's not on it. His, his yeah. blessing's not on it. So I know you see you even going back through that cycle. His blessing's not going to be on it. You know hey. what? I I want to uh before you get to your third point, I wanted to talk about uh, it's something that I want to talk about. I think somebody may need to hear it. Uh, it may be for somebody. I believe it is for someone because cycle is a word that's used in it's used in different areas of our life. So I want to talk about depression being a cycle and the freedom in of your mind. So depression is is it's it's repeated when somebody is dealing with clinical depression. So it's a repeated feeling. It's not based on circumstance. So Let's let's get that um that thought out of our head that people that's walking around killing themselves it was based on just a circumstance. So it's a, it, it, so when you when you um look at bipolar, which is a clinical mental disorder, 
And cycling is something that the physicians say when you go through behavior changes. So you have these up and down behavior changes that they call cycling. So if I'm going through a mate, if I'm going through a depression cycle, then I'm I done got back into depression and I'm cycling. If I'm going through a, a hyper cycle, I'm going up, but it's a repeated cycle that I done done before. So an impulse buy can be something that I repeated last time that I was in a cycle. So I think that's good. Somebody needs to hear that. Cycling ain't just about relationships. It's not just about fear. It's not about um, things that we don't experience and I pass through somebody else. But it can be about the, the things, the battlefield of the mind. The battlefield of the mind is real. And and cycling in your mind is real. So we don't we don't only need to take dominion over the things that we're doing action-wise, but we have to take control and dominion over our mind. And that's a true battlefield that you do not want cycles to repeat in because that's destruction already. So as we think if we do it. So if I'm if I'm steady believing in those same cycles, if I'm allowing and if, if I'm allowing the enemy to play those games with my mind, then I'm going to continue to go through the same cycle. So it's a sacrifice of trusting God, letting go. Um, I think giving yourself to God, but also trusting medical people because God created doctors. We got, God created therapists. So we got to know when it's time for us to sacrifice and step out and trust somebody else with, with what we're going through. I think somebody needed that because it wasn't something that I was originally going to talk about. But I believe somebody needed that, that your mind is a battlefield. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your mind is the battlefield. That's the only place that the enemy do well. Um, the, the, when we was growing up, they used to say that the that the mind is the devil's workshop. That's where he dwells. Yeah. If we allow him to dwell. And um, yes, I believe, you know, I, I'm an advocate for uh, counseling. I'm an advocate for uh, getting to a place where um, someone can help you with your 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 cycles or your patterns, your way of thinking, and it's just being doing something the same way all the time for so long. We begin to believe that these things are re reality, and they are to a certain mm -hmm. extent. But when you start talking about the Word of God, it's going to be two things you're going to need. Yes, you might need a counselor, but you're going to also need the Word of God because it's only through the Word of God that you will receive your deliverance. Um, the doctors in mm -hmm. the um, and the therapists and all those good people, they help you kind of like uh, look at everything in a full picture mm -hmm. and kind of analyze mm -hmm. everything and help you to understand where you are, mm -hmm. help you to understand your pattern. Um, I had a pattern before this because I had I, I, I was I felt like I was broken. I felt like I'm a, I was abandoned. I felt like that mm -hmm. no one really loved me. And so I had created what I thought was normal and come to find out it was just a cycle it was yeah. something that i used to protect myself but then was damaging myself and That's so i didn't be who good. i was supposed to be because i had created a a destructive pattern that i thought was really protecting me but was destroying me and was amen. hindering me amen and so when we talk about that mind that mind is a terrible thing if we don't get it together and so amen. that brings me to one of my second point it says never stop learning the lesson you got to keep what you've learned in your in your counseling. You got mm -hmm. to keep what you learn in the word of God. I always recommend because there's there's a fine line. I, I recommend because we are spiritual 
uh, people having uh, uh, humans having a spiritual experience I, and with God Amen. through His Word. Amen. We are believers. Amen. I believe that you need to get someone to know the Word of God. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't believe in all these therapists and I believe someone that's going to connect to where you are through the word of God and have a, a medical diagnosis that they can give you. Yeah. I believe in both. I believe that, that they need to possess both. When I went to counsel, my counselor was a bad woman. She knew the she knew the word from the back of her hand. Uh, all that and some more. And look, she used both of them because yeah. what she did was help strategize my way, my patterns and my cycles to get me out of it. But then she re she used the word of God to free me. That's good. I so like there's the two things. That. That's, that's good. Yeah. She used, she used strategies because I, as a, as a uh, prayer warrior, I only pray through strategies. I ask God to give me strategies on how to pray against certain things and how to maneuver through certain uh, situations. I only ask God for strategies so right. that I can apply and make his word applicable to whatever situation I'm praying for. So if I'm praying about healing, I'm asking God, well, this person got kidney issues, Lord. I need you to give me strategies because I don't know all the ends and turns on a right. spiritual sense to pray for. So I go look for medical things to talk about. And I do research on, on the kidneys and I understand what make the kid, kidneys functions. And those are the things that I, that I proceed in prayer and ask God for. So I'm very, mm -hmm. uh, I, I pray in strategies. Mm -hmm. I always yeah. pray yeah. in strategies. But the thing is, is that when we learn something, when we go through things and we go through cycles and we learn from those behavior patterns, we never forget it. Do not stop learning. That's another thing. We stop learning. We we learn one thing one time and then we just know we don't never go back to what we learn. We never keep it in the front for right, of right. our of our minds to to make sure that we use it. Let me tell you something. The word of God will work if we use it. You Amen. cannot break Amen. our generations of curses if you don't use the word of God. So back in the Old Testament what happened in the Old Testament is that they didn't they they didn't have a a, a, a real life sacrifice of Jesus Christ to redeem Amen. them to Amen. set them free. It was a forgiveness there, but it wasn't a redemption there. Amen. So Jesus came to redeem us, to set us free, to set the captives free, and they didn't have that in the Old Testament. That's why He had to come and die for our sins to right. actually set us free. Yeah, so no matter what yeah. circumstances you're going through, no matter what you're going through in life, no matter what you're facing, no matter what your mind is telling you, no matter what your circumstances are telling you, you've been redeemed through the blood of Jesus Christ, period. Amen. Amen. Period. And that's real. And so we know it's going to take obedience. We have to obey God's word, period. Period. We got yeah. to. Not yeah. only that, but we got to remember what he taught us in those situations where he freed us. Amen. Because those circumstances might come back and they might come back in a different person. They might come back in a different form. They might Amen. come, your depression might have hit you when you was a little girl, but then it might come through a debt. So those things, it comes Memory. in different forms. The, 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 the method is still the same. We're still going to yeah. use the word of God. Not only that, but we need spiritual submission. We need accountability partners. Mm -hmm. Somebody catching you doing the same thing that you used to do. Somebody need to holler at you. Somebody <laughs> need to tell you, say, hey, we're not doing that no more. That's why you get under leadership. That's why you get on a shepherd because a sheep without a shepherd get lost. 
You got Amen. to get under somebody that knows the word of God, that believes the word of God, that lives the word of God, so they can help you out in your everyday life. I believe that. That's good. That's good. Accountability. And, we yeah. don't have no accountability for nothing that we do in life. Can nobody your patterns doing our own thing? But that's not that's not that's not God. That's not obedience. That's not his word. That's not you keeping his laws, his commandments. That's not that's not you doing. He says, those who love me keeps my law. If you right. love him, you're going to do what you do. That's what he said. Right, right. So right. it's going to be the biggest thing, the obedience. Making sure that we keep everything that we learn through the word of God. Sometimes you got to go back to that same scripture that helped you when you was a little girl and help let that same scripture help you when you lost your loved one, it still works. It's going to work differently, but it's still going to work. It's going to speak to you differently. Amen. It's not going to speak to you in a little girl because you're not a little girl no more. It's going to speak to you in a, a grown woman, however you are. You're grown, middle age, I don't know. But it's going to speak to you in that form. It's going to speak to you where you are now in your life. And Amen. so we got to get to the point where we don't want to see our kids do what we did. We don't want to see the next generation and the next generation and the next generation, but we want to break off the cycles in order for us to do that. We got to be in the word of God. We got to, we got to, we got to obey him. We got to remember what he showed us. We got to remember everything that he taught us. We got to dig right back in that word and get aligned with his word. And then we got to have accountability. Amen. Accountability is everything. And then you, you know what? And then talking about cycles, you, it's a call to action. So it's for for those that are listening, I'm going to say I have a call to action because whatever it is you're going through, whether it's depression or if it's a cycle with a relationship, whatever it is, it's, it, it's a strategy. It's, a, it's something that you can do daily that can keep you in line and recognize. So it's the, it's the behavior patterns. So one thing you're going to learn if you ever go to counseling is to journal. I think journaling, whether you're going through depression or not, is something that's instrumental because if I write it down, I'm going to start recognizing patterns. I'm going to start seeing when I'm going into a place I shouldn't go. So writing that stuff down and then also when you write it down, you go back and read it and you recap because then that's when you're going to be able to to, to be able to, uh, to test the reality of what you thought. So what I wrote yesterday, I believe to be real. But when I go back after I spent some time in the word of God, I can look at it and now I can test and and and, and I can um I can I'm I can see is this reality or is this what the enemy was telling me at that time? Does this line up with God told me? Does it line up with his word? Or is this what I was in my feelings about yesterday? So we got to separate our feelings from reality. And a lot of times being able to write that stuff down going back and reading it is what we need to be able to um to recognize behavior patterns absolutely absolutely and when you was talking it remind me of something because a lot of times we think because we are believers and we 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 serve god that we won't have to go through the same things and we won't be challenged in areas that we've been challenged before but that's not true the enemy is going to always stay on his job he's going to come he's going to tempt you he's going to try to make you believe that you haven't been changed he's going to make you believe that you haven't been redeemed he's going to make you believe that the word of god is not good enough it's not going to change your life that it doesn't have enough power that's a lie from satan it's a lie from hell that's not true but what i do want to tell you is this look when you start talking about 
uh, reoccurrence of situations and circumstances that want to pull you back into that cycle, you remember this one thing. The Bible says that the Bible, that the word of uh, that God will make a way of escape. No yeah. matter where you are in your situation, look, God promised us that he will make a way of escape. It's going to be something that's going to give you an inclination that something is not right about your circumstances. Something not right about your thought process. It's something not right about how you feel mm -hmm. in this situation to get you out. When God revealed himself, then, then that's your way of escape. God mm -hmm. always provides a way of escape. So yes. if you're in a situation where you feel like you've been de you are depressed, you felt that before. And God is going to show you that. And he's going to provide a way for it. Say, when he show you, that's your way out. That's your way out. When he show you, hey, you've been here before. That's your way out. So if you've it been here before and I deliver you before what in you this do? situation, then I can deliver you again. Yeah. He always provide a way of escape. There's then, nothing I, that you can go through in life. He will good. not provide a way of escape. I think it was good that you said that so we don't want to get caught up in thinking that in this on this Christian journey that we're not gonna we're not gonna run into the same thing that we ran into before, and it will come in different shapes and sizes and people and circumstances. So you know what you you've been so let's say let's I'm let's keep it real and talking to our women. You may you've been you may have been alone for a long time. You accepted Christ. You don't you walk in this Christian walk and you say, I'm practicing abstinence. You ain't had that feeling no more to want to be with somebody unless somebody is stepping into your life saying, Hey, I'm ready to marry you. You saving yourself for your husband. But a cycle is when one day you wake up and you lonely and you and you ready to settle. You say, I'm tired of walking this walk by myself. I want me a man. I want somebody. I want somebody to be with me. I want a partner. I want this, this, and that. That's a cycle walking in on you. You ain't realize it. Loneliness is a cycle. So it it Christian journey or not, we we gonna go through some repeated things and it's it's, it's gonna happen. But it's for us to remember the 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 I'm, I rem, our memory is the biggest thing that we have in defense is to know what God has already proven itself to do. I'm so glad that you brought that up because that is so important. And I know it's a lot more single women than there are married women. And the one thing that I learned when I got out of my divorce is that I wasn't going to um, settle any longer. Um, mm -hmm. I will not. Do you hear me? I will not settle. Um, and, and, and it's not an easy thing. As a matter of fact, I can, I, and I can be honest. I'm, you know, I'm real transparent. I've dated somebody that I love. And I still wouldn't settle. Like, I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to give up. Amen. What I built all this time with God to go back in a situation that I know is not going to be good for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not settling. That's why I'm by myself. I'm not by myself because I, you know, I ain't been in a lot of relationships. So that's not my story. But what it is is that I, I I'm not selling. I'm not going back into an unhealthy relationship. I'm not going back into a relationship where I'm not valued as who God called me to be. If you don't see the call on my life and who God called me to be, then you don't want me in your life because you got okay. to see me the way my God see me. You got to okay. see me the way Christ see me. I will okay. not settle. That means, and then there, and when you talked about staying, um, not being sexually active and staying and creating that apps, like it's certain things that I do. 
People think I'm crazy, but I have to do that to make sure that I keep myself in a holy place. I'm right. all one. I, I, you know, I've, I've been married before. I didn't have kids. So I know how all this stuff feel. And I right. know what I like in it. You hear what I'm saying? I know what I like in it. But in that, what I do is that I create an atmosphere that first of all, I can walk in obedience. I can, I, I keep an atmosphere where I can be dedicated to the things that I told God that I wanted for my life. I know what God wants from me, but I want the same thing that he wants from me because in the Amen. end result, I know Amen. that it's going to work out for my good. I know that everything that I'm praying for, God is going to make it happen. Why? Because I'm walking obedience. So it's certain things that I don't do. If I know that I'm easily aroused and turned on, and it's for the women because it should be only women on here, but if not, hey, you, you, you get what I'm saying? If you ease, if you know your weakness, stay away from it. Yeah, stay away from it. So I don't do certain things. That means I don't watch certain movies. I ain't for to watch nothing that's gonna get me aroused. I'm not gonna do that. Why? Because I have to walk in my obedience to Christ. I'm Amen. not gonna. I'm not gonna keep that cycle going. I'm not gonna lay down with somebody one day and wake up the next morning broken, empty inside. Because you only feel good for that one moment. Oh. You only feel good for that one moment. The next morning when you wake up, you feeling guilty. Not only are you feeling guilty, you're feeling empty. Alone. And you already know this cat ain't good for you. And you still with him. Like, for what? For what? Why are you going to do that to yourself? You're so, no, I do certain things. Obedience is everything. And obedience is not popular. It don't feel good. People look at you crazy. People think you crazy. Oh, I can't do it. Well, you gone. Because I didn't did it my way before. And each time I did it my way, it didn't work out. So I ain't doing it my way no more. I'm going to do it the way God want me to do it. And I'm okay Amen. with it because I found the joy of the Lord is my strength. I can do it. I find joy in obeying him. I find joy in just being in a place where I can say, hey, I don't, I don't have to wake up with this guilt on me. I can Amen. wake up and say, God, I thank you for another day. I don't have to walk, try to make myself go into his presence and shame and guilt and shame on me because I right. did things that I ain't have no business doing. So with that part of it, hey, we can do it. We can, we can do it, but you got to make up your mind. You got to be obedient. You got to make up your mind. You got to use the word of God. That's the only way. Complete obedience. God don't want your sacrifice. Keep your sacrifice. Give him obedience. Because there's nothing that you can give him that will be worth the sacrifice if you're not obedient to him. You Amen. have to be obedient to God. Amen. You have anything else, sis? No, I don't. Um, I know we done ran over our time, so I don't I don't have anything else. Uh just structure. Obedience is 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 structure. Understand that structure is needed in every 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 area of your life. So you need structure with God, but you also need structure with your job, with your kids, with your family. You know, people that can't people that deal with issues with obedience, those are the ones that are defiant and 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 un, insubordinate at work because they don't want to listen to rules they don't want to follow rules but structure it, structure saves us so that's that's all i have to say because i know we're out of time and i, I know that we um want to pray out so i want to make sure we got time to do that mikey do you do you want to pray or you want me to pray it don't matter um I, i'll go ahead and pray okay Father God, I thank you so much for this message, for this episode tonight on cycles. God, I believe that we run into these repeated events sometimes because we, we lack the faith to trust you, that you have new 
um, new experiences, new avenues, new adventures, new plans for us. And God, we say it was familiar to us. But when we talk about cycles, God, I want to lift up those women that are listening. They may, they may listen later to the replay that are dealing with cycles, whether it's in relationships, generational curses, things that they continue to do out of what they've seen done before. I want to lift up those that are dealing with depression and those cycles are hitting them hard, especially during this pandemic. God, I want to deal with people that are dealing with loneliness. I want to deal with people that are dealing with, with not loving themselves. And in one minute, they can love themselves. And the next minute, they're back in that cycle of not loving themselves. God, this message is not just about trying to, this message is not about just teaching the sacrifice of who Jesus Christ is, but also trying to get people to understand what his love means. And then when you're in a cycle, his love can change things. His sacrifice, everything is for us. It's for our use. It's for our good. And I just want to believe that people can be healed through your word, Lord. But I also want to have the compassion to know that everyone is going through a cycle. It's not go through it all the time or they intended to go through it but sometimes things just happen and I want to have that compassion for each and every person God so I just lift up everyone that's listening I lift up our hearts that our hearts can be pure to the things that you have for us Lord and I lift up our minds that we can recognize when the cycles are, are starting we can recognize the behavior so I say this prayer in Jesus name trusting you Lord and thanking you for everyone that trusts you and that listen tonight it's in Jesus name I pray with forgiveness of sin in my heart amen amen thank you guys for joining in thank you uh, we appreciate your support we appreciate your love we appreciate for you guys appreciate you guys continue to support us uh, we do have a little time frame that we try to get off of here but we're just going to be led by god everything is not a uh, a, a sermon it's not a hoop in the hollow some things are just listening and taking down notes and understanding that god speak to us in different ways at different times and cycles right. are so important we have to break and we want our generation we want our kids to be better we got our kids have to be better and so willing with Amen. a generation right now is just completely out of control like nobody even taught them nothing and it's embarrassing and it's ugly and it's not we, we and we don't even want to face it especially Amen. in our own culture and so um that's important to me um how you live and how you look in your life that's important to me because i want to see you win i want to see your Amen. kids win yeah. i want to see um the fruit of god in your life look because God is dope, man. He's dope. He yeah. do dope things. He like do things that we didn't even imagine him doing in our life. And so that's my Amen. prayer for each and every one of you guys. And so once again, we thank you guys for stopping by and being uh, a part of Eve's talk that we're so um, excited about. I'm still excited about what God is going to do. Hey, we got a lot of great topics coming up. Um, I can't wait to get on the single thing because you know i be getting these inboxes and stuff and you know people be trying to holler and stuff and i'm not better than nobody else i just know what i want all and right, so um I, right, i'm ready right. to get into that thing and talk about that but we got some more topics coming up um and that's all sis you have anything i do want to say this if you have your part as we close we want to remind you to be wise and have understanding
Look, sis, we need you to walk in wisdom. Please walk in wisdom. Create your own boldness, your boldness, who you are as a person, and seek your own change. We all need to change. We love you guys, and you guys be blessed. Thank you for uh, joining us on Eve Talk. Good night.